crosshairs, get off there. Goldberg, spare me the broken wisdom. How you design yourself and your mind's left in the prison. Listen, I recognize this shoe and I don't play him close. It's like the Jaggers broke, I'm water with a crazy yeah. Float, sold the part in the outer shell. Bullets hurry when they coming out of their shell. Sure. You can catch some for acting other than self. Yeah. Crime scene reveals a man offering himself. I told him not to fuck round. Get in and listen. Talk around his frame. Now he's just another victim. They take shots till you tired and you shoot some dog. Get him. They fuck round till you fuck round and do some dog. Better chill, man. From my block to your block, everybody shoot where they are. Hey, hey. Walk around, walk around and do something to you And there's This is the Reverend Samuel T. Ross Lee, pastor of the Emmanuel Missionary Baptist Church here in New Haven, Connecticut. And this is Community Spotlight. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, sir. Now, you already been up. It's noonday for you all. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was up, too, but I wouldn't, you know, watch it. Hey, I get um, much done by 8 o'clock, but most people take all day. Most people do all day. I used to love that slogan. Yeah, that is a nice slogan. They had to stop them because they couldn't get millennials in, you know. That slogan. <laughs> what? They do more before 9 a.m. Yeah, that most people do all day. They couldn't, they couldn't get them. They, they, had, they had to make an egotistical individual the army of one. What, hey, what, what is that? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, it's right, like a kumbaya moment. <laughs> Nostalgia. Uh, so, so. Um, I'll talk about two things this morning. One, the first one, of course, is, uh, not well, of course, but um, the um, charter school for boys. Oh, please, let's talk about it. That's in play. They got a um, top, you know, billing on the New Haven Independent. They got top billing. I don't um, know how much it It got top discussion at the uh, Board of Education meeting. Top discussion. It got Boise Kimber as the lead person. But here's a part about it that I saw that I was, uh, I didn't quite follow. He's naming it after the former minister of your church, which is uh, Reverend Schofield. Uh, Schofield, right. Schofield. Um, Curtis uh, McKinley Cofield II is the name that they're trying to put on there. I don't know what kind of arrangements were made. For exactly, that name. I want to know. That's mm -hmm. where I'm getting to. Huh? Oh, you think he went to the family? Yeah. Well, yeah, it goes to the family. It's not. I mean, it's not like the church owns his name or anything. Oh no! Man. If so, I was your church, I'll hold your name. <laughs> no, you no, you hold my name. <laughs> um, so I guess they went to the family for that whole nine yards. Um, okay. And so, you know, the, the conversation, very interestingly enough, um, about in the story, as it was reported, was more about the opposition to that as ver versus um, Creed High School getting a building. Building, right. New building, um, right. There was um, what I found rather disappointing in the discussion was it wasn't really about the idea and um, the credibility of the idea, the sustainability of the idea, and that sort of thing. It went to a, a it was a more of like an apples and pecans conversation. <laughs> like, you know, were you at the board meeting? About? Huh? Were you at the board meeting? I was not at the meeting. I read it all in the independent. Oh, okay. Um, so you know, probably missed some things that I needed to know because mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't there. I, I, you know, I went to one of those board meetings maybe about two or three weeks ago. By design, and by the way. By it, design. What you're about to say is by yeah, design. Yeah, man. I mean, just like it was excruciating. By design. I'm almost saying certain. stuff and other people saying stuff yeah, about I, the I'm same almost thing. And I, I've like, come to a conclusion. Oh you start gosh. seeing uh, government agencies that are running like so, like they're just loaded with a whole bunch of not I've come to a conclusion. It's by design. Yeah, man. It it's to turn away people who are really 
who really have something to bring to the table. Right. It was you know it was it was a three hour meeting at at mo I mean at least which should have been about an hour. You know, may, at, at most. So therefore, like, that's two hours of your life. You ain't never get him back. Get back. Wow. Never get him back. Wow. Don't. So when you come to the end, you be like, "Yo, God, can I get those two hours back from that meeting?" Like, uh, yeah, no, you wasted. That. You wasted that one. Uh, <laughs> so, so they're talking about the, um, you know, the the, the the school. I have personally had a conversation with um, uh, uh, Reverend Kimber about this. Um, some while ago, actually, before they came out here, and I had another conversation with him after this thing appeared in the, in the um, Independent. Oh, this week you just, you spoke with him? Yeah, yeah, I called him, talked talk oh, okay. to him, um, talked to some other folks. What is your opinion on this uh, okay. all boys school? So, uh, you know, I'm a graduate of a uh, single gender institution. Oh, like okay, nice clean up words. Right? Nice clean up words. Single gender. Single gender, right? Yeah. Um, Morehouse College, um, mm-hmm. college for men. Mm-hmm. In um, Atlanta, Georgia, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about Morehouse, however, is that unlike you know what people envision, because they see on television these boarding schools for boys, you know, 50, 150 miles away from civilization mm-hmm. and women, is that we are a single gender institution in a co-ed environment. Spelman College is literally right across the street, mm-hmm. and on the other side across the street is Clark College, which is a co-ed institution. Mm-hmm. Spelman is all um, all women. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was, it was very interesting to me that um, when I was recruiting for Morehouse for the, the year right after I graduated, uh, we used to go on these college tours. I was the, you know, I was the grunt um, in the office, in the admissions mm-hmm. office. So they sent me on all the college tours and that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you got your stuff laid out. This guy walks up to my table and picks up a brochure and starts reading it, right? You know, he just picks it up while he's walking away. Then he suddenly stops and turns around back. He says, he goes, Morehouse is an all-male school? <laughs> I because say, the environment is so I said, yeah. He, and he goes, are you sure? <laughs> and I said, uh, yeah, I just graduated a couple of months ago. So, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> he said, um, I've been on Morehouse campus, campus three times. Yeah. And I did not know it was an all-male school. Because I think the environment that. And, and, and let's keep in mind, you're talking about a college. A college. Which, you know, you're pretty much the, the frontal lobe of your brain as a a lot more development than what we're talking about having right. for young, you know, kids when they're now in the foundation years, right? To have them in an all, all single gender environment. Environment. Right. I think that but is so not, dangerous. I, well, I don't think so as an absolute. Oh, okay. I don't think so as an absolute. Okay. So this is a nuanced position on the situation. Okay. Um. I think single, particularly in this age group, I think single gender education can be valuable. Um, I pointed out the fact that um, there are classes, for example, where you have less and less girls and women show up in those professions. Mm-hmm. Because if you start pulling back, going back through college, through high school, less and less girls and, and, and college women are involved in those majors, math majors. Some some of the sciences, um, engineering. But, it's, but it's that not also by design because you know. Well, you have- it's not necessarily a conscious design. It's the reality of what has happened over years. First of all, a lot of these. I mean, you look at the whole hidden figures movie. I'm sure you've seen That's that. That's exactly right now. what I was thinking right. about when so, you're saying this. But but but, but you started out with you know like men, you know, mm-hmm. went to college. Mm-hmm. That's how this country started out. Men okay, right, right. You had these women colleges where you taught them how to be secretaries and right. this kind of stuff. Supportive you know, role. Ladies' job. And it, and it kind of progressed. Um, but then there are certain professions that just became such a, uh, certain majors and, st- and fields of study, so male-dominated mm-hmm. that women uh, either didn't even try or they were intimidated when they did or they were ignored and pushed to the side. Right. So their voices get muted in the classroom. Mm-hmm. The teachers who are, who are products of those male um, highly dominated male environments uh, tend to listen to male voices. Even sometimes um, 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 women teachers do that. The male voice is stronger. And they have to actually be conscious about picking the female student to speak out. And that's right. thing. So um, Smith's College mm-hmm. is the only all women's college in the country that has an engineering program. Huh. That was started by a black woman Mm-hmm. Ruth Simmons, who actually was a provost at Spelman for a while. Now Smith is in Rhode Island, is? Um, yeah, is that where it is? I yeah, think so. I got no, I think it's in Massachusetts. 
Master. Master. Oh, okay. But they started. She she was president of Smith before she became president of Brown. Mm-hmm. She was the first black person okay. to be president of a Ivy League. Right. Um. But she mm-hmm. was at Smith and she started that program there. Mm. Um. And um. You know these women now. You know taking these classes with other women. Mm-hmm. You know and the yeah, less Smith is in Rhode less yeah. intimidation. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, process. Yeah. Rolled out. I thought yeah, that, I think uh, it, because I'm thinking of a family member who was, uh, who was uh, well, whatever. Yeah, we can look them up. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> look that up, people. Google that. Google that. Yeah, Google that. Um, <laughs> we could. Um, but what you know, you see. Don't Google it. And I'm by the way, I'm gonna tell you the importance of Google in a few seconds. <laughs> oh, okay. You can see um, the difference in women being in classes with just women. Mm-hmm. And girls, you know, particularly girls, because even that, you know, the college days, it may be more confidence, whatever, and they're willing to speak up for themselves and speak out over the male voices. But in, in high school, middle school, mm-hmm. not so much. So I think there's some value in single gender education. Well, I hear what you're saying. I, you know, if I look at it from your perspective, yes, I'll even go as far as to say, yes, I agree. But you did also raise the fact that where the teacher have to, if the teacher does not make a conscious effort right. to reach out to females, they do either look over, cower in the corner, or whatever, you know, all, all the disenfranchised titles. However, uh, like you said, it, the teachers should make that conscious effort and to make sure that they clearly understand. That should be part of your training to understand it. You have to listen, we're going to create an environment where everyone it's going to be accountable because, you know, there's a, I remember in classes where I might raise my hand and the teacher bypassed me and went to the white kid. Right. You know, oh, I definitely you know? had that hat. Exactly. Definitely had you know, but, but that don't mean that I want to feel like if, you know, I should be in, you know, pushed off to all black school. Still up in the air. That's still debatable. But, you know, uh, no, but my, my thing to that is I think what we should do is hold a, the teacher should be held accountable. Right. Well, you know, a, a different kind of training, a different kind of, um, and that is about training more than about education. It Maybe it's some education involved, it but that's about, you know, teaching them how to operate. But I, I and, and I'm not just saying, you know, this is for women. There are classes where, where males feel less, um, you know, um, home confident. Ec. Home ec. Great example. Well, not just home no, ec. No, no. That's a great example. Home ec. I was in home ec, and that's where uh, I'm speaking from. That I'm experience. talking more of the core courses, academic courses. I'm talking things like English and poetry and, you know, um, that those kind of courses, social sciences uh, courses where it's... I want to downplay it, it, home ec, and he's wearing a suit. I have no <laughs> idea what that has to do with home well, ec. Well, how do you think you learn to make suits in home ec? I didn't make this suit. You it's did. not a suit. It's a jacket and a pair of pants. But that, that a yeah, you're wearing, my good man, came from somebody who knows home economics. Right, okay. So, I.E. sewing. You can, okay, you can take any class and put it in those categories. Wherever the boys feel coward mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, and, and, and lose loss of confidence and wherever the girls are. So I, I believe, and the, the distraction piece. Mm-hmm. Um, is is I think a legitimate thing. So I don't disagree with single gender education. What I have suggested to Kimber and others is that you can comp- you can accomplish that with both genders in the same school. Correct. Separated classes and um, you know that sort of thing. Um, my daughter goes to an engineering school. Right. You know, Eason's, which mm-hmm. are, where your son graduated from. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, engineering, university, math, magnet, science, whatever all the engineers. Engineer science, university, magnet, university, right? Magnet, uh, right. magnet university school, right? <laughs> uh, which, by the way, will be moving in a few weeks now. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, so she's going to be the first graduate. No, she's going to be graduating from the university uh, campus. Right, right. Oh, that will be so, the first oh, class that went fully through there. Oh, right, okay. Right. So, yeah, they're getting ready to um, uh, Oh, come that's in. right. Oh, um, that's and, so yeah, awesome. Yeah, they told me, I was talking to somebody who went to the office the other day, and it's like, you know, yeah, they're going to, I said, they're going to move this whole place in a, in a, in a, in a, over a break? She said, they're going to do it over a week. weekend. Yeah, they did the same thing when they moved them from State Street. They right. used to be in State Street. Okay. Yeah, I remember they that. Moved them that's from where there. we first visited when they were right. on State Street. Oh, okay. That's when we first visited right. school. They moved um, them from State Street to over there like, whoof. Right, because they're not moving everything. Right, that's, that's true. That's the whole thing. That's what I was thinking. Like yeah. Every desk and every chair. No, no, they have new stuff over there. No, they got all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Over right. So How, did you see, did you go inside the new I haven't school? gone in. My daughter has gone in. Her mother's yeah. gone in, but I have not gone inside. I've just driven past. Can I be your guest? Huh? I just want to be there. Can no. I be your guest, like an alum parent? When I go, yeah, yeah, you can go. Thank you. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Miss no. Blue will let you come in. 
Um, oh, I just remember. <laughs> I'm probably banned for life since you just made that. <laughs> since you just brought that up. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm not going into that. I'm not going there this morning. Um, y'all know I don't shy away from stuff, but I'm not going there. <laughs> Um, so I, I believe there's a value in single gender education. I think you can do accomplish a lot of stuff in the same building. But I also believe in terms of what you were saying that these students need to be co-ed environments, need they to need be it. co-ed environments. They need it. So you know, mine is not an absolutist perspective. Right. But it's I like a what sometime you said. I like what you said. In some cases, you know. In some cases, yes. Yeah. In some cases, they need that social engagement. Right. Of their um, own. And, and so, and, and the other question becomes. But what happens? How, and then, kid, kid, I, just bear with me one second here with my interruption. But imagine, uh, keeping in mind, here's what I keep remembering. That it is the foundation years. And this is where you build. You think of a foundation. I'm going like, let's think of a structure, a building structure, the foundation. At the end of the day, after this, when you move on, everything that build up on top of it, for example, when they go to work, when they go to work, when at they go to no college. point in work is it uh, gender separation. Right. So, what are we really teaching? That That's why I say it should that? be an absolutist perspective. And, and see, it's so easy to just, you know, look at certain things and say, well, let's solve it this way. You know, mm-hmm. it's a very simplistic way, as opposed to the more complex reality right. of saying, how do we put both genders in the same building, mm-hmm. accomplish, you know, what we're trying to accomplish with the single gender thing, mm-hmm. and, and maintain a social reality for these kids so they understand how to be with each other, how to work with each other, how to um, um, engage each other right. in a civil um, and human manner. Right. You know, we talked right. about the humanizing thing. Um and, and I think you can't fully do that. When we talk about, you know, something else. You can't fully do that if you got people in uh, a room and an environment for a large parts of their day in their lives or, you know, developmental lives um, when they just with one set of humans. One set, exactly. I think, it's like I think when there's it, something. Um, it, it, you know, I, when we look at race, for example. Yeah, like look at it for race. I mean, you have people in the suburbs that I know for a fact. I know. I don't want to say for a fact, but I know they don't. It's not like they want to be racist, but they do racist things. Totally unaware that you what you just did is racist, you know. And it's just because they're not exposed to black people or you know people outside their race, right. and they you know so so their mindset is like, well, this is how I operate. This is how we operate. Yeah. So you know this they is get the a, world. We have to find exactly, the world in a certain kind of way, exactly. and it's exclusive and limited to um, a certain group of people. Um, so I, I think it's more complex. I think it's a little bit more difficult to put the two genders in the same building and separate them on certain occasions and bring them together. On other cases, you got to think more. It's also very easy to um, take some model that is available out there and use the image of that model and slap your thing whole, you know, whole cloth on that model mm-hmm. and you know just say, well, this is doing well here, as they're talking about, you know, the Eagle Academy yeah. in, in New Haven. I mean, in um, New York. Um, and just so you know, let's just take that model and slap it on this model. I think we have to be a little bit more um, um, intelligent. So how was will. he? Well, how was uh, Reverend uh, Kimber? Was he open to your suggestion? I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I just kind of ran things by him. I don't really know what, what his thinking is, what he's trying to do with that. But I don't really think it's it's um, it's on him. I talked to um, you know some other folk, and they were like, "Well, you know, just because Kimber proposed it doesn't mean it's going to happen, and the, uh, nor does it mean it's just going to happen the way he proposes it, mm-hmm. you know, to be." So you know, there will be and probably will be modifications and that sort of thing if this thing happens at all, you know. Because the other question I asked before we got you know into this um, is, are we just going to create schools for every group? That wants a school, you know. So you got the, you know, the boys of color, and then we got yeah. the girls of color, and then we got the um, Asian, the you know, Latino, the Asians, you know, yeah, this, yeah, exactly. got, you know. Then next thing you know, we got a whole separate segregated. Uh, everything section. is, you know, how many times yes. we're going to do this, and how do you justify not doing Doing it, it when you do it, it the first, first time? time? Oh yeah, you know. So that you know, I didn't think of that, but that's a very important, very important question. I mean, once you start, you go down that rabbit hole. 
And you know what? And it's easy argument after that. You start setting the precedent. Yes. And and, and, and it could be it could very quickly become a, a sort of slippery slope. Slippery yep. slope. And then all of a sudden, it's not just here in New Haven; it's across the country. Right. So uh, you know, and we're back what, to what are we really trying to accomplish with doing these kinds of things? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, there are obvious benefits for people who you know get a charter school that's the new thing now everybody you know people in in this country and this is something that somebody very close to you said to me once i never thought of it about before but you know you have this this great amount of money that exists out there Mm -hmm. in a particular area and there are certain groups of people who just look at that pile of money and say what part of that can i get yes and that's what has happened with with the school Budget, education budget, federal, local, yep. you know, district, whatever. Yep. And they look at that big pile of money and say, how can I carve out a piece of that, that for, for me? me? Right. Exactly. Right. Now, how can I carve it out to help people so I can help people with it? Right. It's, you know, it's just, it's a me, me generation, the society, not generation, but a me, me society. Right. You know, I saw an article, uh, I'm going to drift just a little off. I saw a recent article on just last evening that Howard Dean was over at uh, yeah. Yale uh-huh. and he was speaking about the baby boomers getting out of the way. And it's funny, I was having a conversation with our guest from yesterday on my show about you know, young black men that want to do things for the community and they finally feeling like they can, you know, guys our age. Mm-hmm. I say young, but you know, guys our age because the baby boomers would not get the hell out of the way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, and they were looking into this. They had the, the me, me situation. It's all about them, them. Right. And then I had I broke it down. I said, especially in our community, the reason why, I understand why. I don't condone it, uh, you know, but I do understand why the that behavior is within our community. Because when you look at it, the baby boomers is, in our community is probably, not probably, it is the first generation that really had something mm-hmm. of substance in you know of you know in our in our society. So to give away something when you're the first one to have it, it's very hard. So I do understand it, but don't mean I condone it. Right. I right. think it's important that they recognize what I recognize and then say, "Oh shoot, I gotta let this thing grow." Right. And and mold people. Right, help help him help build yes. more people. That's yeah, I mean, we have some great leaders, believe it or not. I, I mean, yeah, some people with some great ideas, great leaders in our community, but they're so into that hold on so tight. Yeah. Well, but you also have, and again, I don't want to go far field on this either. You also have the fact that the the larger establishment, the dominant culture, mm. becomes comfortable. Mm. With certain people, mm, correct. And they want to maintain those people in positions and yes. things because they are not sure. You know, I, the, you know, it's the devil I know or the devil, the devil I, don't I don't know, know kind of situation. Right. Mm-hmm. They want to maintain a certain kind of status quo, a certain kind of um, um, consistency mm-hmm. with being, you know, staying with these, with this particular person. But the question, you know, do arise: what, who is really benefiting here, or what is the is, is the goal in terms Should of be in the terms kids. of being benefited? Um, if you build a charter school. You know, and and oh, okay. there's money coming case, through, right, right. and you're and you're the establisher of it and the founder of those kind of stuff. But you it know, should be the case. But it's a it's a consistent is income mm-hmm. to the persons who do it. Right. You know, um, I you know so no, I've, no, been, I've been I've been not be business. I've been against the charter school thing, and in particular the achievement first style charter school. I you know I very well make that clear mm-hmm. um, because that was another question I asked. You know right, what kind of charter school? Times, is this you're right, correct. And there are different kinds. Right. But I've been you know uh, opposed to that reality because you know that's mainly what it's about for me. That rigid. Um, I ran into a kid, and that's very interesting in terms of. We're speaking about the rigid group. The, the rigid group, right? Yeah, I ran rigid. into a kid the other day. I was, mm-hmm. I was um, last week. I was getting coming out of the church building, into my in my car. Um, kid was walking by. This is on George Street because I, you know, parked in the back parking lot back there. Maybe I shouldn't have said that, but anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> parking back there. And um, kid was walking by, and I said, "Hey, what's up? How you doing?" Um, he said, "He said, um, not not good." I said, what's happened? What? No, I, I said, how was school today? He said, not good. I said, what happened? He and said, this is a kid that you know from the church. From my church, right. Okay. And, but I, uh, and his yeah. parents go to the But I, I, I say that to all the kids. All the kids, right. right, right. No, I think, no, 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 but I'm just saying this is a kid. He is a kid. Yeah, right. But let me, let me put this caveat. I think all of us should say that to all kids. Right. 
when you see them out of school. school how is school, school today? today? That's a good, good, that's a good point. Don't cost you nothing, and right. it, and it puts some puts a mindset in, in there. That somebody cares, right? Right. So how was school today? He said not good. I said what happened? He said I got suspended. I said um, I said ho 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 ho. I put while I was going to get me ready to get in my car. I put the stuff in my car that I had in my hands. Come, come in here because it was cold as I don't know what outside. Right. And I'm from Florida still. <laughs> so uh, we went right inside the building. I went Texas. Go ahead. And, no, no, I'm from Florida. I, you know, through Texas. You know, no, go from, ahead. I was in Texas. By I'm way not of in Florida. Georgia. All heat. Um, but I, w- I came inside <laughs> and came in. Uh, and said, "What happened?" So he starts telling me how they had gone. He's in the middle school. Mm-hmm. They had gone to visit the high school. Uh, right, recruitment, you know, whole nine yard. And somebody said something, and students, high school students, introduced themselves, and he laughed. Mm. The teacher or the guidance counselor, whomever it was, said, you know, to him, um, uh, they don't do that in high school. And he says, um, Are you sure? <laughs> he gets in school suspension for that. Oh, Jesus. So, in school suspension, oh, he ends up. You know, using his phone, my calling ch- calling somebody um, who they came to pick him up, and the school convinced the parent or whomever the, the relative to go away. Mm. And now he's really upset. Mm-hmm. So as he's walking up and down the hall, up uh, you know, angry and, and you know, there's tension hold in, and they give him a suspension out of school for that. You know, uh, I I tell the story a lot. You know, it's uh, of course, sorry, my kid was over there. He wouldn't make it because a great example. One day, my son and I, we had a little disagreement and he ran upstairs. You know, I sent him out my face, sent him up to his room. His mother goes up there 30 minutes later looking for him. She come back down. She says, your son left a note for you. I said, give it to you. She said, no, you got to go upstairs and see it. So I said, oh, gosh, all right, come on. I go upstairs and there's a note. It's standing right on the door. And the note says, no a-holes allowed. I bang the door. Boom. Is this for me? But this, I know, Father, I say, well, it's on the door. Yeah, but it's not for you. Did you put that up there after I, you and I had our disagreement? Uh, well, uh, yeah, now he's right close here, and he's trying to reach up not to rip it down. I'm like, no, 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 leave it up there. I'm literally proud of you. Mm-hmm. He looked at me with his eyes wide open like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And I said, you censored yourself. You put no a-holes a lot. Now, you could have put. You could have spelled it out. Mm-hmm. You could have spelled out the ASS, but you, you censored yourself. So that tells me you still have a reverence to me. You're just looking at, you want to express yourself. And I never squash your right to protest, mm-hmm. i.e. what this kid said. Right. Are you sure? Right. He's just exercising his right to voice his opinion. Right. You can't take that away from right. kids. I thought my son... How to protest? How to talk to? How to the proper way? Right. To get something done. Well, as you know, he started his debating. Right. You know, you so little things is what you know help kids get to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 you know, squashing a kid's um, creativity, creativity, and expression, and that's yes. the thing. You know, um, certain things can happen within boundaries. Things can be teaching moments that right. are not punishment moments. All this kind of stuff. So you know, the whole charter thing bothers me to a lot, to a large degree. Um, Trump is Spencer kids laughing and get demerits in high school. Right, and it's just so bad. It's it's just it's, it's ridiculous. It's just so bad. Um, so you have to ask the question. You know, what is this all about? Who is it for? You know, and then you know, I you know, I hear it people always like saying things about you know. Well, you know, there are people who are doing things, and there are people who are talking. You know, well, you first know, of all, talking is up. doing something. Really, it is. <laughs> it is something. Just don't shut uh, up. You know, the Sermon on the Mount was a, was was talk. Yeah. Uh, you know. Really, uh, thank you. The Constitution was talk. Thank you. you know, there's a lot of stuff that's talk. That's very. Um, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation, the the the, uh, the um, uh, address at, at at Gettysburg, all that stuff is talk. That's um, right. A wedding proposal is talk. <laughs> um, so you know, don't act as if just talking is is irrelevant right. and it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. But also, don't act as if doing something is actually is do- actually necessarily good. The question is, what are you doing? What are you doing? And what are you trying to do? And what is going to be the result of what you are actually doing? Right. So you know, that's a very um um a, a, a dangerous dichotomy to be trying to set up. And acting as if um, you know one is just inherently good and the other no, is just inherently wrong, know, irrelevant, right? And that sort of thing. You know, like uh, you know, I, I I've heard the name, you know, or rock throw. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, and, <laughs> and the and, bottom line but, is, but you know I what? Jokes about you it. You know what? To me, it's throwing funny. rocks is doing something. Hey, that's David and Goliath. That's all David did, you right? Know, <laughs> just that's, as what, that's what Eddie Long threatened to did, do. There you go. By the way, didn't he pass? He did pass away. He had his funeral last Wednesday. Oh, man. Yeah, they've already so named, they named a successor at the funeral. He officially was named on Sunday. He'd be a stall, part, I think, this Sunday. Oh, man. Right along. They're like, hold that's on. What you do with Eddie the gone now. <laughs> Eddie gone. That's what you do I with I think the, the problem's left for them. Can we keep this going? Keep this going. Keep this going. <laughs> Bring it back. Build it back up. That's what you do with the business. That's right. I know. It's, it's a biz. Um, but um, so there, there, there are significant questions that need to be engaged, need to be answered, as opposed to, mm-hmm. you know, a political um, move that is beneficial to certain people who want certain kind of support mm-hmm. um, and who want to have a certain um, 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 consistent um, support and no criticism for certain people. I've always found that problematic um, from the political standpoint and certainly from the clergy standpoint of you just wanting me to get on board, be on board, stay on board, and and never, you know, look at whatever why you on board. Done. <laughs> right. Don't ever look at why you're on board. Don't ever look at why you're on board. <laughs> yes. Right. And um, and if you get, you know, if you, if you ask the, the, um, one little question, you're going to get pushed Kiss overboard. Off the board. <laughs> right. Overboard. Overboard. No, you not off the board. Overboard. <laughs> they not wait till you get to dry land and, and say get you, off. The board. No, they don't put you in the water like they did um, Jonah. Yeah, you know, there you, uh, go. <laughs> you know, cast some lots. Uh, you got to go, Jonah. You, you got to get up out of here. Um, you about to cause a ship to wreck. Um, uh, they need to put him off, but there are some other situations where you Jonah need to let people on board, right? Or be at least um, able to. You know, talk about what's happening on board. Yeah. So, you know, one has to ask these questions, and these questions are very. Um, well, I have so many people. What I've so heard now, let me tell you what I've seen lately, because mm. this has been very interesting to me. When I was going in with Jeff Klaus, mm. who is the husband, oh yes, yes of the CEO of Jimmy First, because she wouldn't take me on. <laughs> she wasn't going there with me. Miss Tolls, you're smart. She just wanted to know <laughs> if I accepted and agreed. You know, they were always, you know, oh, come down and, and you know and take a tour. I'm like, I used to give tours at Morehouse College. I know what I know what tours are about. Are you kidding me? That's selling point. That's selling point, baby. You know, I'm taking you to all the nice places, giving you all the information, the history, and that kind of stuff. As a matter of fact, I, since I did since I did that, you know, I've gone on tours at other colleges, and I'm disappointed. Because I ask questions. I'm like, well, who's this guy who's this building? Oh, no. It's just where the freshmen live. <laughs> you know, we know the names of the people on our building and history. We can distract you from the fact that there ain't no air conditioning in the building. Like, give you history of the person who's the building named after. You know me? Who built it and when and why? Come on, somebody. Don't get me riled up. <laughs> You know, I'm on Morehouse. Yeah, you know, academics in that building. But you know the history of this place. Yeah, the history of the building, not just the school. But you know, you you, you're so right. I I gotta pause you right there because that's what happened across the street. It wasn't until when we got there the end of summer to drop him off, I realized, whoo. Thank God when they're coming soon, boy. Right. Thank God. Right. They better get you out of here before summer starts. <laughs> so yeah, right. They're telling you all kind of stuff about the building and when it was built and what kind of concrete they built and you know, how much they spent on building it back in the day. Hey, how much that would be today. You are so like, right. They can tell you where the stone came but, from to put the fort in the front Oh, man, you but are so somebody. right. They ain't telling you that 12 of y'all going to be trying to compete for this this one um, bathroom um, in the morning at 8 o'clock. You know, trying to get your 8 o'clock class. They ain't going to tell you that stuff. They got you distracted about all this other. Well, you know, that was the first guy who won the Nobel Prize. You know, like, what does that got to do with how comfortable I'm going to be in the morning time? So you got to, you know, I'm not going on no tour, no. And to the person but, but, who's not asking those questions they usually quickly answer in a nice way <laughs> right but but, but my main my point right here is that i was i was involved in that conversation with klaus and yeah. others you know um, um what's his name um con can guy yeah okay huh <laughs> you uh, um, johnston's or whatever he was on the board of education at one point i have no yeah I, yeah i was i was involved in those conversations with them when they were trying to do some charter schools to start first starting out and building up here in new haven mm. i ain't have no help <laughs> Ain't nobody said, you know, yo, Red, we got your back. Or, you know, we coming out with you. 
are we going to put some other stuff on here and make them have to respond to all this stuff? No. But now, as I turn around, I'm looking on Facebook and other places. Folk in this Lights. community, Lights. Yeah, Lights after, after seeing the results, no. concretely, yeah. are now just all up in arms. Look, you know, people do a day late, dollar short. I am yeah. so sick and tired of that in our community that we can't look yeah. at stuff that's becoming and see the potentials uh, and the problems and all this kind of stuff and respond. Then it's got to already be there. And that is so many, there's so many areas in our. And these are educated society. folk too. These I, are folk I, with, 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 with terminal absolutely. degrees and doctorates and all that kind of. You know what? And I now they coming on board. Talk. I'm like, where were these people when I was doing? All you know stuff? what? The, the analogy I always throw out there is you have. To look at life like a surfer, you gotta look way on out there and see the wake where it's coming. And see how and big that thing exactly. might Exactly, and you gotta position yourself in front of it so you can ride it to the shore. Right. Because when it gets to the shore, it's done. Right. It's done. Right. Either it done made some trouble for someone, mm -hmm. or it done you know just just someone or one person rode in happily while the rest just right. Or you missed the opportunity. Oh yeah, opportunity right. just went you gotta by. Be able to you gotta look up. So you so, know that's it. You're I'm looking right at there. the charter school situation. And I'm thinking about you know what what is this about? What is this going to lead to? And 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 here's the other part. I mean, I want to rush to another to another topic. It's not going to take as long. I want to show up with you at the next the next meeting with a surfboard, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I um, um, here's the thing that that bothers me, and you know, people always talk about, you know, why why don't you like New Haven? What what is it? What do you like about New Haven? You know, that's the question I got asked on another radio. Are station. you serious? Right, you know, because you know, like the the, the 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 intent or the um the purpose behind the question is like, you know, you 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 always talking about bad about New Haven. So what do you like about it? That kind of stuff. Let me tell you something. Oh my Critique goodness. and criticism of a thing does not mean you don't not, like. It's not about hate. No, it's not. Absolutely. It's about making better. Actually, it's probably more about love. It, it, and, and that's exactly what it is. You know, Jesus said he chastises those whom he loves. Why? He's trying to make, make them, them better, better. Trying to let them know that they can be better. Trying to let them know that they are more than what they are now in, in what the behavior they're doing. So we, we, we eschew criticism because we've already made decisions by the time we put it out there for people to be able to look at it and critique it in the first place. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to be changed in our decisions. So we, we, we try to block all kind of criticism and say, well, he's Jess or that's Jess. Right. Or, you know, right. We use no, the easy way to listen to the criticism and listen to the critique, listen to the voices of other people mm -hmm. so that you can make things better. I operate in my church this way. There are some times that I wish I didn't. Right. Quite frankly, because, you know, you, you feel you can move faster, do things quicker and that kind of stuff, get things done. And sometimes it gets held up because people, you know, want to, you know, take advantage and, 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 and abuse the opportunity. But the fact of the matter is you put stuff out there so that you can hear and get other eyes on. And you can hear what other people are saying about things. And that's what's the value in the critique. And that is what our government was built on. You know, people are going, well, we need bipartisanism. No, no, no. no the a government was, was created to be antagonistic right. so, so that yeah. nobody so can we just can have growth. ram ramming stuff yeah, through. Exactly. We and can other have legitimate can, growth. Right. So, you know, stop all okay. that. Y'all understand what our, what our country is about before you start um, criticizing criticism and critique. So true. Next topic. Next topic. This Bye. hasn't come out yet as far as I know. I haven't heard anything from, uh, matter of fact, let me quickly check my email. Because I asked um, to get an email if, if this was going to go to print. And I haven't uh, received anything on it yet. So um, I got an email from um, uh, Paul Bass. Uh -huh. Who asked me to. Um, he said, you know, during this time, this political uproar and this kind of stuff, people are asking for, you know, they want to do something. And I'm asking certain people to put out a list of five things that people can do. So we want to do something concrete. Um, hold on, what, 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 what? That's five things to do in what, re in what regard? Um, oh, by the way, Paul, I didn't get that note. Um, <laughs> he don't want to know what five things he wanted. <laughs> the um, <laughs> like, we'll so there were things. There were suggestions like you know, uh, put people's name on the list so they'd be called up for a rally. Which I found very interesting and a little strange because if you're gonna have a rally, why don't you just announce it and let whoever come come? Why you get why name got to be on the list? You got to well, be invited to the rally. Well, no, it's not only so much invited. You don't have to be invited. What I think with the rally is what it is. It's like once you have a a, 
a core number, then you have then you have the overflow. I mean, it's pretty much what happened with the women's march down in D.C. She put out a, the woman in Hawaii just asked for 25 people to go with her, and it just so happened it ended up being a million. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, but a million is better than 25. Oh, by far. Like that. So oh, you know, well, put saying. it out there and let people come. But um, so he asked me to, you know, he said, yeah, I, you know, I'm going to ask you to contribute to this list of five, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so here I'm not going to read the, what he wrote to me, but I'm going to read what I wrote back to him. <clears throat> I said, Paul, thank you for um, considering me for this discussion. Um, that was my girl. I just thought like that. <laughs> no, no. Oh, oh, the edges got curved a little. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I often have to tell my wife, Samuel, why are you lead, curving the edges on what I just lead, said? Lead, lead with love. Lead with love. But then I realized I used to have to do that with my sister so many times. Thank you for considering me for this discussion. But the request slash desire of the people troubles me. As I believe the desire to want to, quote, unquote, do something concrete, end quote, that immediately address or solves our problems runs counter to what really needs to be done. The expressed desire to do something, which sounds like a wish to accomplish something, speaks to an instant gratification perspective, among other things. It is a perspective that led to the situation that we're in right now, and we're desperately trying to escape. Hmm. It is my view that this perspective will not be able to rescue us. The desire also seems to ignore the fact that the situation we face are complex, situations we face are complex, and the situations will need and I'm sorry, and the solutions will need to involve more sustained activities, which have long lasting effects. Writing a check, I'm afraid, won't be enough. As we search for things that we can do, we might find many simple activities that serve to mollify or even to distract us from the complexities of our problems. But if we search for ways to sustain justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with God, there are a few things that we must engage over a longer period of time than participating in a rally or writing a check. Based on, on the perspective I've laid out in these few sentences, here is my list of five. This is what I gave. This hasn't run on anything yet. So we get, you get first shot. One, we should talk with our children as they engage the media of all kinds to ensure that they are not merely taking in information but are asking questions about what they see and hear and questioning the authority and credibility of those from whom the information comes. Sauce it, damn it. That's what we are. We should, number two, we should have classes in our public schools, not just the private ones, that allow students to discuss ideas and to figure out problems as a consistent form of learning. We should not merely give them information to remember, and I put in parentheses, and forget. Teach them, baby. Number three. <laughs> We should develop reading and discussion clubs all over the country, ensuring diversity in each one, thereby helping us to learn to listen to people of different backgrounds, religions, races, sociocultural classes, and perspectives. Communication over there. Number four, we should read and read about the Constitution. Number five, learning. <laughs> we should be vigilant concerning institutions that were intended to serve the greater good. For example, religious institutions, the media, the academy. Boycotting those who base their activities on how much money they accumulate, contrary of the founding ideas and ideals that they were founded upon, they were founded to uphold. One should note here that all of the suggestions listed focus on long-term solutions that are sustainable if we are willing to be consistent with them. The point of my writing and what I wrote here is to suggest and to say we are not going to get out of whatever problem we think we're in now with some fly-by-night activity. I like the words you use. Activities with some street theater. You know, the Women's March. Mm -hmm. If, and I hope they are, I've heard they are, continuing to do stuff. Oh, yes. Oh, after yes. that. Yes. That's, that's a good thing. If not, mm -hmm. it's street theater. No, and I like that term that you've called it, uh, street theater. But one of the things that I got to give this woman, this woman March stuff, it has expanded to, for example, uh, every other year in Austin, Texas, there is the Muslim 
uh, State Day on in uh, at the Capitol, okay. and uh, in 2015 was the last one they had, mm -hmm. and they were met with so much hate and venom. Mm -hmm. The Muslims, as they were, uh, you know, just giving speech, and it's a, it's a Civics Day, right? The Muslim Civics uh, State Civics Day, okay, and then they met up there, and they, you know, they love, you know. The laws and how it rose and all of that stuff. Right. And well, they were met with so much venom two years ago that it was ridiculous. One woman grabbed a mic and said, "Islam, no, Muhammad is dead." And she, I oh, think, I, yeah, I, it I was saw so that. mean that. Yeah. that the the last uh, million woman march, if we could use that, but the the women's march that mm -hmm. took place, if did a call out that. They had. They were looking for 500 people to show up. Mm -hmm. Turned out they had four times the amount. Mm -hmm. 2,000, over 2,000 showed up and made four different chains. They made four deep mm -hmm. surrounding these kids as they were doing their stuff. So that march is really taking off in different things. Right. They're doing more. You have in U.S. Uh, let me put. I will say representative, but I'll be limited. But in Congress, Congress pe uh, people, as well as senators, mm. state houses, uh, they're being protested by people showing up on their doors, which is a follow-up from that right. uh, march, saying, do not mess with my health care. Right. And it's more all the way to the point where Arn Hatch... Who just knew he was in good old safe Utah mm -hmm. had his office <laughs> with over 2,000 people protesting. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it's really taken off. Right. So, I and, and well, well, here's the only thing that I would caution, well, not caution, but I would, I would, I would um, recommend around that. As they continue to do these various things, mm -hmm. they need to be clear about, now, I'm, I'm going your route now, uh -oh. branding. Oh, yeah. Let them know mm -hmm. that these activities are attached to that original situation. Right. See, here's the thing: you look at the whole um, tea, tea party. party. Exactly. They, where did the tea party? Know. You know, they tried to claim it was some grassroots thing. It wasn't. It was the Koch brothers. Not only the Koch and, brothers and and, and 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 folk like them, but, but not only them. This was well. This is the part about it that a lot of people don't realize. There was just a major conflict of interest. You have a Supreme Court justice, right? Clarence Thomas, right? Clarence Thomas, wife, right? His wife, right? Was spearheading the whole Tea Party thing. But, here, but here's my point: those folk okay. in the establishment, the status quo, maintaining all this kind of stuff, right? They know and they understand the need to do something more than march. march right? We're going to demonstrate mm -hmm. that you know they studied us, right? They knew that's what King King and them did more than just go out in the street and march right. and have demonstrations. So they know it's, it needs to be more than that, and that's But the do-gooders mm -hmm. who think that we're gonna get over just because we're doing good, or just because we have good intentions. No, you have to be good intentions. You have to be strategic. This is why, and this is what I don't understand about some people and, in my and faith. Let me, be very Hold on, let me say this part though. I don't understand about some people in my faith. Jesus said, uh -huh. "Be wise as serpents, uh -uh. harmless as a dove." Uh -huh. Right. So being wise means you got to be strategic. You got to be planning. Mm -hmm. You got to be doing all these things other than simply going out there and doing something that's going to end at the end of the march. Be wise as a serpent, be humble as a dove. And I tell you right now, a dove could fly through hell and go come out unscorched. <laughs> and I want to tell you something. The danger that I heard that was flying around last year summer was if we go high when they go low, we go high. Mm -hmm. Oh, that sounds so good. When you got the back end of the White House with all its privileges. <laughs> right. Because when they go low, you got to meet them in hell. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes you got to go where they are. You got to go where they are. You got to live um, in what, hell. What, 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 what is that? Um, the, um, the Impossible Dream song? Uh, yeah, exactly. to, 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 you know, running through hell where the brave dare not go. Dang so sometimes you got to get down. You got to get dirty. You got to get your hands dirty with yes. stuff. And that's what, you know, that's what um, King and, and those guys did. We've got to recognize that when we have got to be go. smart. Yes. We can't just be right. Thank you. We got to be smart. So that whole situation is a model um, of, off of the civil rights movement. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and we don't necessarily need to imitate folk who imitate us. us. We just just need to imitate us. us. Yeah. You know, do our thing um, the way we have done it before. So, um, um, you know, we can't just be looking at instant fixes. Mm hmm. These and things are much broader like, than that. They're folding like cheap suits. Got it, right. It just has to Just stop. because you saw something happen against you and it just came forward, it just manifested itself, Don't doesn't mean that, that it started two seconds ago. Thank you. They've been planning this. They've been fixing this. Oh, my God. They've been putting this into place. Yes. From the from the whole charter school reality to the woman who is, who's about to be confirmed. Because you know the Republicans going to vote for her. Well, they need one more. They can hold it up. One more Republican. And I know. think they got but they got him. I think so. But 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 still, what do they try to do? What mm-hmm. they try to do there? Put this woman in the Department of Education, and she's all about charter schools. She's not have any concern about public schools. They got the danger. All of this stuff has been planned from for years now. Yeah, exactly. But here's the dangers of this woman, uh, Betsy DeVos. You see, yeah. this is something that a lot of people don't know about the whole DeVos family. They are a cult. Mm-hmm. Now, let me help you understand. I know I just kind of like pressed on some people's nerves because some of you got your products under your kitchen sink. That whole Amway thing, mm-hmm. that's a cult. Oh, she's Amway. I didn't know she was Amway. The divorce. That's the, yeah, that's the I man who started the Amway. For the minute I heard the divorce, I said, wait a minute. That's the divorce down there in Florida. Hmm. Is she in Michigan? That I remember. That's where they started. Okay. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they have the family, some of them. Orlando Magics. Uh-huh. That's one of the reasons why I can't bring myself to support that team uh-huh. because that's old man DeVos's team. Oh. That's why the, the stadium is called the Airway Stadium. I got you. That's right. I got you. So we've got to be careful to know that it's not just about, you know, I got this angst mm-hmm. and I need to do something because oftentimes that kind of stuff is just distracting. Mm-hmm. It's distracting you from the major. And we've got to stop being, you know, so concerned about what Donald Trump is tweeting. <laughs> so true. You know, what's really going on here as opposed to us spending time distraction you know, distracted on that. by his tweet. That is it. That is we it. have got to go deeper yes. into our thinking. We got to go deeper into our social activity, our social protest. It can't just be showing up with a whole lot of people and being feeling happy because CNN showed a whole lot of people marching. Right. We've got to get into systems. We've got to get into changing systems. We've got to get into moving people out of office mm-hmm. and being strategic about that. Mm-hmm. And that's where we need to um, look at this thing. And as he did that, he just nicely dropped the mic. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Community Spotlight, the Reverend Samuel uh, T. Ross Lee. I can't even remember my own name. Uh, we will be back on next Friday and hope that you are here to hear us then. Absolutely. Have a good weekend.